0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the
1: leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. All right, welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast, and the Boston Celtics season is done. They fall in, frankly, pretty ugly fashion in Game 6 to the Golden State Warriors, uh, losing the NBA Finals by a margin of 4-2 to in the series. My name is Brian Robb, joined today by Brendan Jackson to break it all down. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Jack S O B D Jacks. This was uh, I mean, we're not going to go, we have to, we'll we'll be keeping things in perspective right now and we'll do that towards the end of the pod, but we have to get the, the tough stuff out of the way first. And that is what was game six. And I don't know for the, for the first three minutes of that game, I was um, making sure I had the, the plane booked to San Fran for game seven. I was, cursing another long plane ride i was like okay this is this is kind of how they came out against milwaukee and miami in those back to the wall situations but then the warriors were just ready with uh, a hell of a counterpoint, and I, I guess i'll start with you this like where when you look at it was obviously a bit of both the celtics floundering and the warriors coming back like where where do you give more credit to in that game six in terms of how things went down
0: I think it's kind of a microcosm of the, the series, but I, I feel as though if in the beginning you thought the Celtics were the better team, which I did, then you say the Celtics floundered. They had yep. the opportunity to keep you know their foot on the gas and they, they ran out of it. Now, if you're on the opposite side and said the Warriors are battle tested and they have Steph Curry, one of the best players in the league and in league history, then you're like, Yeah, I this is not out of expectation, but like I said, I expected the C's to be the better team, and I expected a much better effort in this game.
1: It was, I mean, it was a situation where, I mean, from a fourteen to two start to being down by five at the end of the first quarter, it all seemed to unravel quickly. And there's, I mean, a lot of things went wrong, but I think arguably the biggest thing that went wrong outside of the 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 clear turnover issue was just perpetual was that just the absolute no show from the bench for, for two straight games in this series now. And now, and that, and that, when you compared that to what the Warriors were getting from their bench, which was just more monster games from the likes of pool and, and Gary Payton in the second, the, the fact that they couldn't even get anything out of white Pritchard or grant that entire pretty much two straight games. Like you maybe win one of the you maybe win game five, if you get something from one of those guys, but that was a situation where they picked a really bad time just to uh, fall off the map.
0: Yeah, it, it was definitely a bummer. I mean, but it, it's all part of the ecosystem of this series and this game and how they both played because when the Celtics they couldn't get anything out of their bench because they were all covered. <laughs> so <Right>. like <laughs> the Celtics had to double or, or hedge hard or, or, you know, push up, you know, and in the pick and roll on guys like Curry because they're that good. Uh, when the, when the uh, Warriors double Tatum or Brown or, or whatever uh, they were able to have active hands, they were able to deflect passes and, and bait the C's into uh, turning the ball over because they were so stuck in their, in their bad spacing. They just remained in, you know, locked in. So if they had cleaned up those things, maybe moved to space, maybe the bench players could get open a little bit more maybe, and then maybe give another chance. But to your point, I mean, there were a couple of times Pritchard had a couple of wide open threes that he just missed. And if you're not going to hit at least one of those, one out of three in the first half, it just doesn't bode well. You know, it's like you're not feeling confident. And Ime had to play them because in game five, the starters ran out of gas. And so, like, I don't blame him for playing them. I know there's a lot of people that were like, just play, you know, everyone, 48 minutes. And it's like, okay, well, then you'll lose. And then they're like, well, it's like, you know, people, people were saying like play Marcus Smart. He's got three fouls. Who cares if he fouls out, at least they'll go down swinging. It's like, okay, well then they're going to lose. So it's like, it, it was a, it was an impossible task to ask when to your point, the bench were providing very little.
1: Yeah. And you, I mean, you know, in terms of EMA kind of, he ran through his game of options. Um, and we saw again, like in the second half of this game, and I think the next person we like Jason Tatum just had absolutely nothing. Like yep. there was just nothing in whether that was injury related, just fatigue related, or just like an all around stinker. He just, it was one of eight, two points when, you know, Jalen had it going, Porford had going to give, you know, little slivers of hopes for this team after they, you know, to climb out of a 20 point hole, which is just, which is rough to do against this team and even normal circumstances, much less a closeout game. But he, He scored two points in the second half and, and it was situation when, when, when Tatum was on the bench to start the fourth quarter. And at at first I was like, wow, like that's incredible. That email is like trying to give him some rest right now, but I guess I, that kind of shows you how, how dire of it was with, with Tatum right there and how, you know, obviously how bad he had been in that second yeah, half. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. I, I, I don't necessarily think he was benched because he was bad. I think it was. No, trying they're to trying to him. Give, him, but, right, give him some legs, but, but he was terrible. He was yeah. terrible this whole series. Like I was looking, I was looking back at, you know, the losers for the last 10 years, like who was the best player on losing teams and like, how can I evaluate how bad Jason Tatum was in this series? And he was by far the worst best player Uh in the last 10 years for any finals loser. And now I haven't like done a ton of research, but I basically went back to basketball reference and looked at all the, the game scores for all the players for every loser. And Jason Tatum was like, was far and away lowest. He was Jalen Brown by game score was markedly better than Tatum in this series. And he had his, and he was also,
1: and he wasn't that great either. (laughs) And he wasn't that great.
0: Like he was in the bottom, like, quarter of bad, you know, game scores. So like, again, that's just one stat and that's not the end all be all, but that's just like, I, you know, I was, I was talking on Twitter last night about how terrible Jason was in this series. And, you know, people were obviously upset with me and I get it, but I had to be like, I had to stop and be like, okay, if everyone's calling me an idiot, I, I, I need to make sure I'm not being an idiot. And I'm not, he was awful. It's like, And he was actually not that great the whole playoffs in terms of, like, you know, again, one stat. All I had time for was, like, looking at this one stat to try to, like, get a sense of how good he was. The only time he was the, the best player in a series was against Brooklyn. Giannis was way better, and Butler was way better in terms of this stat. So it's just, again... One piece of the picture, but it was like, if you're going to be the best player on a finals team, you, you got to show up. And he, and he didn't. And I don't want to hear about in- injury. The last thing I'll say is I don't want to hear about injury. Like, I really don't want them to do the Bruins thing where they come out and they like two weeks later, it's like, oh, well, you know, he has nerve damage in his shoulder. or mm-hmm. something. It's like, no, no. If he's out there, everyone's hurt. If he's out there.
1: Right. He can but to be fair to him, he like he was asked the last night, and he died. He didn't say anything about. Oh, him. he did
0: No, no, he, he was awesome in so the that was post good. game. So that was oh good. my
1: god, he was the best.
0: Yeah. I, and I was just like, I was, I was texting you, being like, if they come out and they mm-hmm. say like, blah blah blah. No, they came out, they owned it. Like, you know, I, I, I give them a ton of credit for, for you know, not doing what, and I shouldn't have even thought they'd do it because they don't do that stuff, you know. Right.
1: So, yeah. So that I mean that so the Tatum. Just looking at the numbers for the series, I mean he it's kind of wild. He, he shot 45% from three-point range. Yeah, it's like wow, that is like you you hear that, you're like, wow, that's how this won the series, of course. But then um he shot 31 percent from two-point range, and he also and shot these 15, are at the rim, these right? Aren't, yeah, mid-range, well, there's Yeah, there's know? there's a lot. Yeah, I want to see what his rim numbers in the series, but they they certainly were not pretty. Um, and he shot 65 percent from the line, which didn't matter in this game but was you know definitely hurt the Celtics in a couple of the, the previous losses but just um yeah like, again you just wonder i mean both both physically and mentally he just did not have it in this game i mean the some of the some of the wild shot attempts at the rim like the just the absolute prayers he threw up there and I think that was maybe the second quarter when when things just start unraveling and then when it was like, all right, when Tatum is doing this kind of stuff, um, that's when it's like, you know, they're it's it's game There's, over and yeah, it's and it, for straws, exactly. Yeah. And so, the, I think the biggest difference is like for for as up and down a playoff run that Tatum had, like he was at his best in like Bucks game six, all their elimination yep. games before he had really good games. Whether it was yep. Miami against the Bucks, and now is the biggest surprise here is that he just it just wasn't there. I mean, he had a good first quarter, but once the things started going sideways. I no. not know. Did you think the, like the post-up stuff early was obviously working. And I thought like, did they just like go away from it once things started like unraveling? It just, it seemed like that was at least they weren't turning the ball over as much from down there. I don't know whether the Warriors adjusted and like tried to take that away. Like not giving them those switches as much, but that once they got back to what they were doing the last four games, it was just insanity over and over, like doing the same crap.
0: Yeah. I mean, two, I think two things happened. One, they doubled harder on the post on the post-ups and then they got deflections you know there were a couple just stupid like I don't Mm -hmm. say lazy passes but just like you can't try to pass over the top against when you're being doubled by Draymond Green like he's done this his whole career (laughs) that's how he Mm -hmm. built his like his whole persona you know and they just they kept trying it and then Um, they also, you know, we're getting good shots and missing them. So the post-ups were working and so was everything else. Derek white got to the rim like four times in the first half and missed all of them like that. And, and I know he'll be better. Like I know with a full training camp, he'll be on the team. He'll be fully acclimated. And I know he's better than that, but just back to your bench point, just an awful, awful time to just totally
1: not step up all right let's first hear from our sponsor bet online um they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info you can find all the latest sports developments odds on these playoff series and even some of the next season's future throughout the nba postseason baseball is also back so you can check out the start of the major league baseball season and the full mlb odds on there on a nightly basis so it's you can do it for that you can check out live betting on all your vegas casino and poker games it's super easy to get started head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join use the promo code clns50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online it's where the game starts and what hurt them even more is the fact that like email went into the bench early which which again makes sense in terms of trying to go smaller and you know, spread out the Rob and for minutes because going double bigs for like against their smaller, Iams that's that's tougher to do. But obviously things went haywire in that. This was a, he doubled down on the bench and he kind of had to after game five, because it's like, Oh, they can't play any worse than this. They had been, you know, they don't win a couple of the last two series without Derek white and yep. Grant Williams game seven against the bucks. But the, in this game, in this series, those guys just like, after game one we're we're just pretty much ghosts yeah it's a situation where i mean the plus minuses are like bananas but they kind of just tell the story for this game
0: no totally and i i I honestly i don't there's there's a lot of things you can kill eme for in this series there really is the fact that he never he never adjusted like he just said we're gonna keep playing the same way we played and and guess what he lost the series because of it um and then um Uh, but, but going to the bench after the way game five happened, there was no way he, they were, Celtics were going to win if the starters played 48 minutes or high forties, there was just no way. That's why they lost, you know, you could say they lost game five because of free throws and turnovers for sure. But like they were tired at the end, they had nothing at the end of game five. So I, I just, I don't blame him for being at, you know, he's at home, you know, these right. Guys, this is where these
1: guys are supposed to be able to give you something. Exactly. And it's just, it didn't work. I
0: think he, I think it was the right lever. It just didn't work. Unfortunately.
1: Elsewhere for this game. I mean, and on top of all the Celtic struggles in this game, I mean, the Warriors, they didn't play a perfect game by any means, but I mean, the shots they were getting like Draymond started to hit jumpers wide I mean, open they're wide open they I mean they're, wide open. I mean, they're, I mean, they're yeah. wide open but like those are shot he had wide open shots all series I know I know so like
0: his shot is a fun house mirror for sure but yeah. like but like I, I just feel like I, I, I you can't really overreact to that I mean I think the bottom line is it's all about Steph Curry like the Celtics yeah. as much as we love Jason Tatum and as much as we think he has the potential to get there you know in terms of being that legit number one you know, uh, uh, killer, like absolute killer. He is way closer to Clay Thompson than he is to Steph Curry at this point in his career. It's just like, he's just not a killer. Like he's just not someone who's going to rise up and, you know, pull in, in your face off the dribble. He, he had so much trouble creating his own shot in this game yeah. and, and the series. And that's not something he's necessarily struggled with in the past. I think credit the Warriors D but also like you got to be able to at least affect the game more than, than he did. If you're going to be want to be considered the best player on a finals team. And so I just, God, it's just, it just seems like this game, the golf just widened even more. And so I'm excited to see, you know, what they can do next year. They are still so young, but man, like it's just Steph Curry. And I know he's one of the greatest players ever, but like, man, that that golf is huge.
1: (laughs) It's huge. Well, it's, I mean, it's a situation with Curry where no matter, I mean, it's just final numbers in the series, 30, 31 points per game, six rebounds, five assists, um, 48% from the field, 43% from three, while easily taking the most shots out of anyone in those series. Like those are just, those are insane splits. Yep. And no matter what the Celtics threw at him defensively, they, he just did, okay, you're going to get, you're going to have to give me something. It's like, okay, you're going to press up on me. I'm going to drive by you and finish at the rim despite being so small. Or you're going to throw doubles at me when I'm on the drive. I'm going to kick it out for the three. Or if you're going to play drop coverage and, okay, I'm going to kill you that way. So he pretty much pulled the gamut. And yep. that was the Celtics and Ime, I guess, like in another world, I think you maybe try to just, you know, go super small and try switching against him in a game. But I, But at the same time, it's like you had you're getting nothing out of your bench. So you weren't going to like throw one of those guys in the starting five to do that. And so that was a situation. I mean, certainly not at the the end of the series. And that wasn't guaranteed to work either. So it was was a situation where, you know, Curry beat the best defense in the league and he he beat it handily.
0: Yeah, that's all true. But I still would have done it. I still would have put Derek White in for one of them, because here's the thing uh and i know you asked me this i think before game six like would you do it and i was like no no Ooh. and then, of course now i'm playing monday morning quarterback <laughs> i definitely would have done it they got out rebounded in this game With i mean it, game. it is kind of why like,
1: it's wild. <laughs> like if you're going up those rebounds then it's like okay then why then you should not be playing those guys together against this team like exactly and, so that, and the, the fact that they were killed on the offensive glass so much in the series like like there was not i mean rob couldn't move i mean he was giving you what he could but from yeah. a rebounding standpoint. Was I mean he had two defensive rebounds in this game in 32 minutes like that kind of just I mean shows you what it is Horford I mean he, I'll give him credit he showed up well in this game I mean yeah, the third quarter was awesome third quarter was great for him he, the post ups to start the game if yep. anything you wonder like eight shot attempts in this game where it was clearly not enough for him um, but by and large in the series like he had a I think an underwhelming series as a well whole compared to the postseason run with on a variety of fronts and just yep. being cooked by you know the defense but it was. Yeah, it was a, something where yeah, y- you wonder if they made that adjustment in game. Even in game, you know, I, it's, it's one of those things where like winning game three and going up two to one. Like I think I was kind of expecting this adjustment to happen in game three. The Warriors made it by benching Looney and putting out Porter Jr. in the starting five. That didn't do a ton, but I think it made no, the rest of the rotation. Like, yeah. It just made the rest of the rotation make a lot more sense for the rest of the game. It's so
0: true. It was such a funny adjustment where I was like, Oh my God, Kerr is overreacting that that sucks. Looney's like one of your best player, like been, you know, one of your Celtics killers and it worked like it totally. and And I cut you off, but you, exactly what you said, it just changed the whole rotation in a way that favored them. Right. And man, as good as Looney was, uh, when he got into foul trouble, like they played better, they played better, smaller the whole game and they still, in yeah. the whole series and they still out rebounded the Celtics big. So it's like, it just, it didn't matter. And to your Rob point, like I, you know, I think, I think this is an, it's a really great big three, you know, Rob Jalen and Jason. And I think, you know, obviously there's potential to be very, very good. Uh, the problem is the one problem with all that is Rob is never going to be healthy. Like, I, I mean, he's just never, especially the more minutes he
1: plays. You can't count on him to be healthy. I guess you put that for the, like in the postseason, I'd say. I mean, here's the thing, B. We will, let's set our, set our calendars for 10 years from
0: now. And we'll find out who's right.
1: Yeah, yeah it's true. He's
0: never going to be healthy. Yeah. It's fine. I, I still think you invested in him. I still think you play him, but you just need Rob insurance. And I think even, I mean, he didn't even play every game this season. You know, he didn't even play a ton this season. And he still, like, wasn't there at the end. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. So oh, it's just, he's so great. He's so great. And it's just a bummer that, like, the way he's constructed, just not going to allow him to be great for a hundred percent of the time.
1: Yeah, it's it's part of the package. Is why he dropped to 28 in the draft in the first place. But they, I mean, you saw, like, that was, you know, what, 75% of Rob, 80% oh, of Rob in this series. Amazing. And, and it, I mean, it would have been potentially a different story here, but that was certainly, if you look at what ifs in this series, like, you would have, like, to see if him had him had closer to 100% changed a lot of things um, yeah. on both and sides That's of the, the
0: floor. That's the only injury I'll allow, because that one is well-documented surgery. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even think uh, Gary Payton was that hurt. Like, like he went from having a broken elbow out for the season to being one of their best scrappiest, like, like, yeah. so I, I just, with all that physicality that he was giving, like, I just can't believe that his elbow was really as broken as they were letting us. <laughs> it was, let just
1: get out of here with that. I mean, he looked so, damn good. He looked, he was he's awesome. He's awesome. He's, he's like a smart, was you he know? the best bench player in this series? He might be like, I'm, I mean, I guess like pool had a couple no, pool is awful. I mean, but but he pulled a couple like impact, Like, pull had like his game five impact was was huge. Um, Every
0: pool shot is an answered prayer. I I tweeted that last night. I mean, those half court end of series like step backs get out of here with that. Like, I just I don't know what he did in a former life (laughs) to be able to get those (laughs) those shots in. But man, I just I you know he is going to uh he he was he got on a i don't know if he was even a hot mic but he and wiggins got on a hot mic saying they're both going to make a bunch of money like oh we're going to secure the bag we're going to secure the bag while they're celebrating and good for them right yeah but like if some team overpays for pool it's going to be the sacramento kings
1: (laughs) yeah i mean he's it's he's like jordan clarkson essentially that is going to be his career which is fine jordan clarkson is makes a lot of I mean, you know, he's gonna. Better. He's a worse Jordan, but Clarkson, he's not. Yeah, he's now. He's still yeah, young. He's yeah, still he's young. still young. He's only twenty two, so I think he'll. I'd say his ceiling is higher than Jordan Clark's, and once he gets in his prime. But yeah, I mean, he's in the perfect role in this team where he literally, his responsibility is just to come light it up, and as like the second or third option when yep. you have a couple guys who can shoot the lights on the floor next to you, so you can't. You're not gonna have to face, you know, elite defenders. So
0: he's got a little bit of pest in him too. When he slapped Smart's hand away, yeah, did you see yeah. that? So, I mean, if you're, if you're a Golden State fan or, or a non-Celtics fan, you love that. But as a Celtics fan, you got to be like, how does, how does Smart get, you know, that rep? And, not you know, it's just he doesn't right. – he's, he's never going to get that benefit, you know?
1: Yeah. It's – yeah, the way – who else we talked to? I mean, we talked about Tatum. We talked about Al. We talked about Horf a little bit. We got to talk
0: about Jalen, man. Yeah,
1: Jalen. I mean, Jalen was – he was a beast in game six, Um they would have lost by probably twenty five without him.
0: That second half surge was yeah. really impressive, um, but the same problems persist with Jalen. Yeah, dribbling into a crowd and not knowing what to do with it, or not I being just, able to do anything. I
1: don't. I want to know what happens in these film, like during the the film sessions in these series, where I know you have like limited options if you're selling stuff offensively, but like they can, and the Warriors are very like they they make you you have to like. Hit your spots. You can't wait too long to pass it. Like stuff like that was even more important against a team like this. But the like it was like laying out the same track every time, and the Celtics like they would take the bait over and over again, and you just wondered like, like Ime and the coaching staff must have been pulling out their hair, being like. Like, what do we do like this? Well, I think is, like...
0: that's, I think they're partly to blame though, too. We can't, we can't just give them yeah. a free pass. Like their spacing was the exact same on every one of those plays. No one ever moved. Yeah. And I get why they can't move because a lot of times you're as the driver, you are throwing these passes to a spot. You're not throwing them to a guy. You know, that's why you see random plays where they will throw it into the corner blindly and no one's there because someone hasn't rotated. And it looks like a terrible turnover from the passer but it's obvious that the guy didn't, didn't do the assignment. You know what I mean? He was supposed to be in the corner. So the problem is they never adjusted their spacing and the warriors banked on that. They wouldn't. So they would just leave their guy where it was like almost the impossible angle pass and just bank on the Celtics, not being able to get there by the time that they pressured the the ball handler and they won every time, you know, Jalen just dribbled it off somebody's hand or off his foot into a crowd and it's just like you know there were a few times earlier in the series where he'd take like a few you know probing dribbles and back up to to see but nope it was i'm gonna go and i'm gonna be the biggest guy on the court and most athletic guy and you just can't do that against the warriors and i hope that's like a lesson learned right it's a hard pill to swallow to learn it in the finals but like i hope that these are the kind of lessons that they learn that they need to they just need to be that much better. Like they, like the whole second half turnaround, the, the whole uh, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, it's not good enough. Like, it's just not. Like, you gotta be that much better to actually win the finals. And I think that's what people like fans and stuff like that are, are kind of missing the boat on. They had a really good opportunity and it's gonna be really hard to get back there. Like, you know, Giannis was thinking I'm going back. Devin Booker was thinking he was going back like it's just so hard to get back to the finals. And uh, I hope they have another level. I hope they have several more levels. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's going to have to be, uh, you know, a team effort in that front. They have the option of just running back this team um, with obviously some, some upgrades to the end of the bench um, in free agency or via trades uh, if they want, or they can look at, what they did here and, and maybe, you know, shake things up in the second unit a little bit or, or move, you know, maybe young pieces or secondary pieces for more wind now stuff. Like,
0: I don't want to put you on the spot because I know you, there's going to be so much off season to digest and it's a lot of moving pieces and it's a lot of math you got to do, but like, what would you do? Like, would you, would you try to shake up? Not obviously, Uh, you know, the three untouchables, right? Jalen, Rob, and Jason. Untouchables. I'm not talking, like, people talking about breaking up the J's, like, I think is crazy. Yeah, I mean,
1: that, that, I mean, we're not even, you don't even have to- Entertain it. Entertain entertain it.
0: But, like, would you, everyone else, would you try to ship off for another star? Would you try to,
1: you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's worth, you have to throw around that stuff. I don't think, I don't see a, a star that's, like, attainable for what they're willing to offer. And I think you yeah. your, your best, I mean, you have, you know, I wrote about this on mass life today. You have these trade exceptions, which, yep. you know, are can not can get you start level guys, but can bring in a 10 $15 million player if you want. Um, I think the biggest question that will hang over this team in the off season, as we, as we start in terms of what their options are, is like how much is ownership willing to spend? Right. If they're, they're obviously they're set to be a tax team right now. Um, You've seen now. I think this year they 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 voided the tax at the trade deadline, while also you know upgrading the bench and Derek White. In this series, it's clear that you know, and even one more veteran wing piece would have come in handy a lot. Yeah, a P.J. Series. Tucker maybe. A P- or- yeah, yeah, just something, either defensively or offensively. You know, Um they could have because they obviously once. You had nothing from you the three guys you count on there. It was a dead end because literally the rest of your bench was just rookies and you know min guys that weren't going to sniff the floor outside of Neesmith who just was you know obviously not ready yet. Um, so not not you know, but at the same time, it's like you can't fault them too much for that because this was a five hundred team at the right. trade deadline. So what you know that was going to be a pretty big gamble to go there. But now now you've seen what this team can do if your ownership. And the obviously, the urgency is there now. At Horford's not getting any younger. I know. Um, and so that that is where you, you know, if you green light them things and say, hey, we'll trade, again, more future picks for guys that can help in these next two to three years. I think that needs to be, you know, I think finding a versatile bench wing might be your, you know, your best bet. And then because that makes not only does that help you out there, but it also takes the, the minutes on like you talked about Jax, like off some of your stars, which will hopefully help at, you know, at may or June next year, if based on how they looked in this series.
0: Yeah, no, I think, I think that's the play. I think go, you know, I would agree go into the tax. Like, it's not my money. Easy for me to say, go into the tax. You're two wins away from a finals really sell out. If you really think that Brown and Tatum are going to make a jump and, even with everyone else getting better, because you know, they're going to get better, right? The heat might get worse. They're going to get older. Yeah. They, they have some roster issues. Right. But like everyone else is going to get better. And I think the time is definitely now because I think these guys, well, I don't think they're there yet. I think they could be like, they're so young still. So like, I'm not ruling it out. Um, and I think they are to your point, just like one two pieces away what i do want to see next year though and i know this is so stupid talking about regular season next year but i need to see if hauser's going to be on the 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 uh roster i need to see him and neesmith eat up regular season minutes i need to see them get better they don't have to be great but they need to get better they need to not just like be white flag guys um and i need to see these the the whatever potential wing or backup point guard or whatever we get, you know, the Celtics get to eat up those minutes too, because no matter what, like, I just don't think they have another energy level. They're, they're by far the younger team and they couldn't match golden state's energy. And it's just, that was a little scary for sure. So I just need, you know, that that's those are the two things, even if they lose in the second round next year, if they do those two things, I don't think I'll be mad,
1: you know? Right. Well, they're going to have plenty of time to uh, look at the I mean, They're not going to have plenty of time. They're going to have to get pretty busy right away here. Right. Draft. July,
0: right. To make a decision yeah. on the, uh, the 48 trade. Um... Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. The, the, the TP, the big TP expires in July, uh, mid July. So they'll have, you know, a couple of weeks of free and need to look at that, but that's going to be certainly a big one. Um, and then obviously the draft, which probably won't be that big for them, but trade wise, obviously we need going to keep an eye on, um, and then same with uh, the start of free agency on July first. We'll be back here at the Wing Place podcast. We'll we'll be pretty busy the next few weeks, kind of breaking all this all down, breaking down their options um, with B Jax and the rest of the crew here. Make sure you're following him at on Twitter at Jacksobd for plenty of off season takes. And honestly, thanks to you guys too for listening this whole run. It's been we've had really fun leadership, Jacks. You've been i free and contribute at all. So thanks for hopping on board the whole way. Anytime, man. Appreciate you having me and my in uh, my pessimism. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I thought today would be worse. I, I, just, I just...
0: <laughs> Oh, I, I I cleaned it up a little bit. I yeah, was upset no, was last a, night, obviously. But I will say, I think people should be upset. Like I think, because I go back to, and I'll say it again, this will be the last thing I'll say, right? On this season. they I think the C's were better. I think on paper, they were better. In practice, they were better. They were younger. They were deeper. They were a uh, better defensive team. And they lost, and that should that should. If you agree with those pre- that premise, then you should be upset that they lost. So that's it. That's all said, that, and that's why I'm upset.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you you look at the big picture of the series. It's like, okay, they should have won like four or something like that. Or five. like like one of those things that they they should they should have been like you probably weren't going to beat the Warriors in like with them playing like that in Game Six, no matter what, right? Like, the situation was but you certainly should have been set yourself up for a game seven. Yeah. Where again, if things go right, if you get something from the right guys, if Tatum doesn't lay an egg, then we might be talking differently here. So yeah, I think, I think you're dead on with that. And so that's clearly going to be fuel this off season for everyone involved. Everyone needs to be, I think a little bit better top to bottom. You can point to all different places in terms of why they came up short here, but to their credit, they got there. They, they, they made a, a hell of a run here that they did. honestly they was did. one of the most unlikely, you know, if they had pulled it off, it probably would have been one of the most unlikely turnarounds in, in NBA history from a sub 500 team to, to raising a banner. But in the meantime, it gave us plenty of content. So we appreciate that. Um, yeah, for sure. Silver lining, <laughs> silver lining. Didn't have to do draft uh, capsules for a month. So um, again, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Rate, review, subscribe winning plays pod uh we appreciate it make sure you're following us on twitter and we will talk to you guys next week get the the full offseason breakdown and look ahead to draft and some of these trades that could uh could formulate this offseason